Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. And we begin this afternoon with that nurses' strike involving some 7,500 nursing professionals. As we go on the air, nurses at Montefiore and at Mount Sinai Hospital waving signs and, ch- and uh, chanting this after a weekend of talks over pay and staffing levels failed to produce anything to keep them off the picket lines. 1010 Wins reporter Juliet Papa following the story in our leadoff spot this afternoon. They're wearing the signature red hats, scarves, signs. Nursing Association President Nancy Hagen's telling striking nurses for months they weren't heard at the bargaining table. Well, do you hear us, Mount Sinai? Hundreds rallied outside Mount Sinai. Loretta Vivas works in the intensive care unit. I have two or three nurses working 24 hours because the incoming shift does not have enough nurses. The union says the hospital is down 500 nurses and is violating the patient care ratio, a law passed last year. Julia Papa, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. The big question, of course, what happens to people who depend on the hospital for medical care? Francis Cartwright is the chief nursing officer at Mount Sinai, talking with Bridget on Newsline today. Our emergency department is open for urgent care. We are diverting some uh, cases, but for emergency cases, we'll continue to take care of our patients, our most vulnerable patients here that uh, need us to respond, as well as for emergency surgery and procedures. We're staffed to be able to do that. Yeah, several hospitals started planning for this day last week, diverting ambulances and even babies in critical care to other facilities. Governor Hochul released a statement yesterday asking for binding arbitration and calling on the Department of Health to enforce nurse staffing requirements under the law. We will continue to monitor the situation. We'll let you know about anything that impacts you involving those hospitals. Up in the Bronx, the city pauses today to commemorate one of the deadliest fires in our history. In fact, they're renaming a street to mark the one-year anniversary of the deadly Twin Parks fire, which killed more than a dozen. The new street sign that they are putting up there, they've... uh they're naming it 17, what is it, 17 Abduli Toure Way. I think I'm saying it right. Toure is the name of the uh, first Gambian person who moved into the apartment building. In fact, some have credited Toure for recruiting many Gambian residents to live in the complex. Many who died were Gambian immigrants or from other West African countries. Since the fire, a space heater, uh, space heater safety bill was signed back in December by Governor Hochul, That requires electric space heaters sold in the state to have a thermostat and an automatic shutoff. Bronx Assembly member Kenny Borges says uh, hopefully with this new law we will never see a fire like this again anywhere in the city or state. And on the anniversary of that fire, City Comptroller Brad Lander says he's looking into heat complaints at buildings in the city. His office has found more than a thousand buildings with a chronic lack of heat over the past five years. And he says the city did a lousy job enforcing 
action, that is, on at least 25% of those buildings. We need more strategic and escalating enforcement uh, with that small percentage of landlords who just refuse to provide the basic heat and services that their tenants deserve. The so-called Turn Up the Heat study revealed overall there were 71,000 tenants living in privately owned buildings between 2017 and 2021, and they made a total of 814,000 complaints about the heat. Well, old Blue Eyes sang about it. If I can make it there, I'll make it. Yeah, but a new study says good luck if you're trying to make it in New York. It says making it here in the Big Apple is much harder than Frank Sinatra realized. We're ranked 147th out of 182 cities on WalletHub's best places to find jobs. And as a location, New York City didn't fare so well when it came to factors behind the ranking, affordable housing, median income, that sort of thing. But can you believe San Francisco, which is just as expensive, grabbed the number one spot in the study? Columbia, Maryland came in second, while Orlando... San Jose and Pittsburgh rounded out the top five places to go to find jobs and decent housing for the money. That's interesting. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.